the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. Some segments that I put together are going to probably hit home a little bit more than others. One of the things I want to do is get people started early in investing and often. And really the best way for most people to do that is a 401k or a 403b. 15% of your salary is ideal. Sadly, I do a lot of reading on Generation Z. The millennials, sometimes I'll kind of group them both in and just say the younger half of our generations, right? People under 40. 50% of Generation Z say that they'll start saving money when the world returns to normal. And until then, they're investing themselves. This is a tough time. With COVID-19, with the job market, with the return to work policies, with inflation, with wage inflation opportunities for you, A lot of people will say things to justify where they are. I wish I just auto. I wish we were auto savers, and then everyone could be everyone. I don't have to be judgy about it. I get freaked out when I see how many people don't save for retirement. Then I go to a Raiders game or a Forty Niners game or a Warriors game, and I see how many people there are there throwing down four hundred, five hundred dollars on a night. COVID-19 showed plenty of young people how quickly their normal could be stolen away. So it's been important for people to compensate for those missed years with exciting experiences and good memories. I totally get it. There's a concert that I like going to. And it is way too expensive. But I feel like, hey, my kids got through COVID and, you know, it was, I'm not going to know. No, we all know what it was like. We all know what it was like when dad would sneak out in the middle of the night to get a Rite Aid or CVS to try to get toilet paper. Plenty of young people may be taking advantage of their post-lockdown time. Again, what's really sad is I get the time was taken away from you to travel, to take part in activities with a lot of economic uncertainty. A lot of folks may be seeking some sort of control. That's what it comes down to, I think. Stubborn inflation creates financial strain due to the rise in housing costs and grocery costs. I have been looking at my groceries because for some reason, I get, I get into relationships where I do the cooking. So I know what it's like. And now more than ever, I hate food waste. Oh, it drives me crazy how easy my spouse will throw something away. 
not putting money into a retirement fund isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you are putting off your retirement or you're downsizing it. So you're doing something there. More young professionals are betting on themselves. They're looking at investment in themselves as a retirement plan. Is that going to be a payoff? What are you doing to achieve your dreams and create an impact on the world? That's where millennials and Generation Z frustrate me. They do want to achieve their dreams and they want to impact the world. So you've seen a lot of companies that are tied towards impacting the world with the way they spend millennials and Generation Z, like Warby Parker. Um, popular pair of, of eyeglasses where when you buy another pair gets donated to a child in need. Wonderful to be socially aware of how your dollars get spent in the world. Totally get it. But when you start saying things like, I want to impact the world and not set up your own retirement plan, I'm like, oh, oh. The biggest thing that gets in the way of people with retirement funds is putting together that piece of puzzle of just making it automatic. Never giving yourself the option of investing in yourself. You need to keep asking yourself questions. You may find yourself in a situation where you have to spend more money than you want to. And for those years that you invested in yourself and took a nice spa day, or you decided not to work for six months, down the road, there's going to be a question. There's going to be a $50,000 roof. There's going to be something that comes up that makes you go, oh, I wish I could get that time back. I can give you an example. Uh, Back in my late 20s, my company switched 401k plans. And we didn't have an HR department to stay on top of everything. And I got left out of the 401k plan for two years almost, where I assumed my money was going to the 401k and it was just going back into me in a check. So I spent the money. I invested the money. I did other things with it, but not put it in 401k. Got too busy. Invested too much into me. Didn't automate everything. Didn't didn't stay on top of it. So that's one of the things that um, I'm not going to say drives me crazy. But again, I started this with 50% of Generation Z say they'll start saving money when the world returns to normal. What if the world never returns to normal? What if next year we're, we're dealing with the fallout of a, a nuclear leak? What if the year after that, we're dealing with a new president? What if the year after that, we're dealing with high oil? What if the year after that, there's always going to be something? That's my opinion. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Um, One of the things I was doing yesterday that I thought was a lot of fun was talking about people's financial mistakes that they make. Or uh, uh, regrets of what they've done. One of them 
you know, uh, I didn't get through the whole my, my whole list, but one of them was really fun on the list, where someone bought a home with their brother in law, fifty fifty, and there wasn't really a financial plan put together on how these two people were going to work together and own a joint house. And where does emergency money go for joint house? How is money held for the joint house? When there's a renter in a home that two people are investing in, who does the cash flow go through? Turns out one of the people wrote in to a report on their big regrets saying, I bought 50 50 with my brother-in-law and we own a home. And it turns out he took out three liens on the home. Well, I didn't take out three liens. He took out money from the home. So debtors took out three liens on the home. It's interesting how you can go 50 50 where you think you have an asset, then you're suddenly going into bankruptcy and foreclosure. And if the timing was wrong, let's say you bought a market high and then two or three years later, your business partner, <laughs> your brother-in-law is taking out loans against the home and liens are now put on it because he's defaulted because he has a gambling problem. Like, uh, I'm telling you, life, life happens really, really fast and people will take advantage of you quickly. Um, not enrolling in the company's retirement plan is a huge regret people have, especially when they have uh, contributions that are matched. So I saw that one come through, not enrolling my company's retirement plan that offered 5% contribution match, lost five years of free money. Then I saw one where the person said, I fell for the gift card scam. From a guy I just met when I was 20 years old. I lost $1,000, which was over half what I had in my bank account at the time. Still beat myself up over the stupidity of that one. Me and my spouse have a rule. If you're going to buy resale tickets, you only buy at Ticketmaster or StubHub. There's a lot of scams out there on tickets. CFP Chad Burton was telling me a couple months ago. Now it's more like years. His daughter bought tickets on a ticket site to go see a country singer. I think she paid $600 for two. Shows up and the, the tickets were fake. Uh, people people can make this stuff look like barcodes. They can send it to you in email. It is a slick operation. You will eventually get taken advantage of. Be careful. Another regret that people had was letting people take money out of the retirement fund. I was dating. I was in love. I let my bow get into my retirement fund and invested in stocks or invested in gambling or invested in paying off debt. Yeah, you can tap those retirement funds early for love and it'll always turn out bad in my opinion. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. On Mondays, I do an interview and it's market commentary that's only found on my YouTube channel, Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Check it out. I'm Rob Black. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. 
That's robblack.com. I know one of the things I fall back on to on a regular basis is it stinks to age, right? You're still expected to be able to read contracts. You're still expected to be able to know things that your mind is having trouble holding on to. Um, I can tell you that it was a challenge for my mother after she had a couple strokes. When a doctor would say, okay, you need to take three pills a day. One at breakfast, one at lunch, and one at dinner. She didn't know. Did I do that? Like her mind wasn't holding it together. So oftentimes I say, protect your parents, help them. You know, when you go visit, take a look at their financial paperwork, ask them questions, um, see if they're paying their bills. My mom had this bad habit of hiding fact that she had a stroke so you could say things like you know the president is here so i know who the president is she just repeated back to you she had no clue who the president was so here's a shocker kids kids our children are overly confident about their skills online they lost over 101 million dollars to hackers last year that's alarming I have children and they are overconfident online. I went from, oh, I got to fix everyone's computers to fix ads, fix ads phone for me. And they'll grab it. They'll, bloop, 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 bloop. they'll go, here you go. So you might think today's teens are tech savvy, but they're also digital naive. People under the age of 20 lost $101 million to online scams last year. That's compared to about $8.3 million in 2017. If you're a criminal, there's a lot of action going on there. That's up 1,126% in just four years. That's larger than any other age group. So people under the age of 20 are getting bamboozled online. Party increases attributed to the pandemic, which saw a huge online surge in scams for all age groups. People over the age of 60 are still losing the most money to online scams, 1.7 billion. So that was going to be my story. Help mom and dad not get scammed. Um, and I, I saw it actively happen in front of me once. One of my neighbors, an elderly woman, not too old, 64, 63, got a call from Amazon. And they got her as far as going down to CVS and Rite Aid to get gift cards and read the gift card numbers to them on phone, like Visa cards. That's insane. Part of the increase can be attributed to the pandemic. It's seen an overall surge in online scams. People over 60 getting scammed out 1.7 billion. People under the age of 20, 101 million. Kids have a huge disadvantage because they're overconfident. As kids have grown up, they've been the ones teaching their parents how to use their iPhone, 
teach the grandparents how to use mice. So they're very confident with their skills online to the point that they're overconfident. Americans found in a poll that 86% of them would want to be online influencers if given the chance. So young Americans, 86% would love to be an online influencer because it shows a skill. That's terrible. I know there's not that many jobs there. But if you've grown up using apps and Instagram and TikTok, it can be totally normal to engage with people that you don't know online. And that's where it can get into a bad situation, especially if you if they win your trust and they try to, to, to extort you. Discord, the online gaming community and messaging app, recently saw a rise in scams involving malicious links and QR codes sent to users into you know, sales of non-fungible tokens. The QR code... You know what I'm talking about, right? Where they say scan this code and it'll put an address, uh, it'll put a menu on your phone. And you do it and you're like, oh, that's kind of clever. I will never scan a QR code. If I were a criminal, I would set up some sort of uh, signage in the city that says scan this QR code for a chance to win a million dollar dream home. You scan it, it takes you to a website, it puts malicious code in your phone. All because you thought you were entering an online lottery. No, thank you. Sextortion scams, where people pose as young girls to extort money from teen boys, are on the rise. 76% of parents believe schools need to do more to educate children on digital wellness. It is interesting because um, I've got a sixth grader, and they send home what they're doing. They send a note to the parents like, hey, we're going to teach them about sextortion. I'm like, good. I don't want to do it. <laughs> kind of thing. I guess I want to be aware of it. Yes. And if uh, someone asks, they, if it's a, no, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start that conversation. So anyway, the whole point of this segment is people are getting scammed left and right. I wish we didn't live in that world, but we do. We need to take care of each other. We need to talk to each other. We need to teach each other how to be safe. So it's 101 million to people under the age of 20 in the United States. It's over 1 billion to people over the age of 60. It's hitting the whole spectrum. Have I been scammed? My spouse has been scammed with bad ticket scam. I guess so. Uh, you can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I often tell her, I'm like, hey, why don't you go buy us tickets to the next U3 concert? <laughs> she doesn't like when I do that. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. I hate this time of year. The sun set last night at 6.01 p.m. It's the last time the sun's going to set after 6 p.m. until March of 2023. Ugh. I don't like the darkness. NASDAQ was a big winner winner. Chicken dinner up yesterday, up 2.2%. S&P 500 up 1.6%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 1.07%. 10-year Treasury stayed under 4.2. Putting in some work around 4.1. Market's not vomiting on itself. Around 4.1. So we're going with it for now. Alphabet had a nice day yesterday. 
not so nice today. It's earnings season. We'll talk about that for sure. Um, saw some horrible news on plastics yesterday about how unrecyclable they actually are. 94% of Americans support recycling, and yet 59% of households only have access to curbside service. When I see statistics like that, I'm like, is there an investment here? But it feels pretty bleak in the world of recycling. Trying to cut down our, our use of plastics. I know. It's, it's always something, right? Oh, we need water. Oh, we have too much plastic. Oh, we have. It's always going to be something. Europe has a gas problem. Probably not the type you're thinking. Summer of dire warnings about crippling energy shortages. Europe has the exact, exact problem on its hand. It has too much natural gas right now. Did not know that could be an issue. Dozens of ships are waiting off shore to unload liquefied natural gas at European storage facilities. Nowhere to put it. The weather hasn't turned cold, so they haven't started to use the gas. They overplanned since Russia has cut us off. What do we do? Europe's all-out effort to conserve energy is paying off. Demand for natural gas is down 7% year-to-date. Strange, right? The stories that are out there. Video games boost your kids' cognitive skills. New studies are showing. So you know how your mom or your dad are like... Have video games to rot your brain. Turns out it's actually good for your brain. Yay. Yay. I don't know why I do that, but I just, I grew up playing video games and I was scorned. I was shamed. I was shunned. I was told I wasn't going to mean anything. U.S. housing market isn't just slowing down. It's in the early stages of a major correction. What's interesting about this is you can go through that correction a lot like you can go through a stock market correction and never check your portfolio. Or you can try to micromanage it and make yourself crazy. The latest case, Schiller Index, showed home prices already on the decline. People in the industry are looking for about a 20% from top to bottom, which doesn't sound unfair considering that how hot the housing market's been in the last three in 20 years. If oil prices continue to trend higher, it's extremely unlikely that the S&P 500 makes meaningful gains over the next decade. That was some research that is reading out of equity strategies yesterday. So if OPEC is able to cut production to control the cost, try to get the sweet spot on Supply and demand. One analyst I was reading yesterday said basically a commodity war, an oil slash war, that it would be extremely unlikely the SP 500 could meaningfully rise. It's interesting because there's a lot of truth to that. How much of your money goes out productively in the gas tank, in the heater? You know, I was warm last night, but I'm not going to be warm tonight unless I use more energy, right? Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of talk about in my industry what the next decade looks like. 
because the last decade plus five had really super low interest rates. And if we just stay normalized interest rates where they should be based on economic activity and based on inflation, if inflation is more of a permanent versus a transitory, if it's re- uh, stubbornly high, you will see less performance in the stock market. So just throwing that out there, there's more people in my industry talking about the next 10 years and kind of slapping themselves. I really do need to pay attention to interest rates. A recession would be a sure bet that the Fed took the punch bowl away from the party too soon. Um, Are we going to hit a recession in 2023 or not? Jobs market is very healthy in the United States right now. And let's call 2022 over, right? Take a look at the calendar. Whoa, that happened quickly. On the docket today, Meta will report earnings after the market. Boeing, Ford, they're all going to, how shall we say, tell the truth. Uh, Meta and Google admitted that they're sucking up Twitter employees quickly. Over 1,100 employees have left Twitter since Musk started buying the company in January. Almost 30% of the workers who have left Twitter in the past three months have ended up at Meta or Google. Elon Musk swears he's going to close that Twitter deal on time. In a video call with banks helping to finance the deal, Musk reported promised his $44 billion purchase dollar of Twitter will close on Friday. It is a, a messy, messy deal, and the bank scandal is a lot of money. It was interesting because I started to write down reasons why I should buy some like Morgan Stanley or Goldman Sachs. And, was, and one of the reasons I said, look into Twitter debt. Because they may be writing off a billion dollars, which is material to a bank. YouTube creators share the best and worst features of being a platform creator. Um, it's interesting that we have a whole category of employed people and their influencers tied towards TikTok and Instagram. <clears throat> there is a lot of jumping around from platforms and a lot of learning to be had there. Amazon is forcing some of their logistics employees to relocate to Phoenix or lose their jobs. Uh, It's interesting that I'm now seeing some tech companies like Facebook say they want to hire people, but they want to hire a new team in Iowa or Utah or Phoenix, where the cost of hiring is significantly lower, where the cost of real estate is significantly lower, both for their employee as well as for the employer, Amazon. Um, You're seeing more and more companies, Amazon and Facebook, trying to hire key employees and house them not in the hotbed of technology, Seattle or San Francisco. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Coming up, we'll talk about the quarter that Microsoft had. Why is the stock going down? Is it a buy, sell, or hold? Plus, Google. They had a bad quarter, and TikTok came up on their competition with Google's YouTube. 
I'm Rob Black. Don't want to work forever? Check out the retirement planning guide on robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. Visa revealed earnings for the fourth quarter. They're in a fourth quarter. Beat expectations. They actually said a lot of really good things about the consumer and how well everything is holding up at this point in time in the U.S. economy for spending. Um, That's good news. We'll take it. They're a big tell. They can see what the consumers are doing and not doing. So Visa beat on both the bottom and top lines. Earnings, bottom line. Revenue, top line. So they had a very nice quarter. Um, nothing to get too excited about. They didn't have blowout, but they're saying the consumer's doing really, really well. Microsoft down six and a half percent after they beat on top and bottom lines, top revenue, bottom earnings. They said they expect a significant decline in personal computer sales, which will in turn continue to hit the sale of its Windows operating system. So we knew this was going to be happening. We've seen this happening. So do you think Best Buy is going to have a blowout quarter? Probably not. Microsoft is truly indeed connected to Dell and HP. Still. Spotify shares down 6% after the streaming service posted a wider than expected loss. Spotify's revenues came in slightly above analyst forecast. Its monthly active users exceeded estimates. Yesterday, you saw Apple raise the price on Apple Music and raise the price on Apple TV. Companies that can raise prices right now, they hold up pretty well in a down market. Doesn't mean that it's like going to automatically happen. Hilton reported better than expected quarterly earnings and raising its full-year guidance. The hotel operator continues to benefit from strong travel demand, again, tied towards Visa and the consumer. So we're not talking recession right now. Second half of 2023 is when they're saying, just throwing that down there for you. Don't say it jumped out of the bush and scared you. Waste management, they reported better than expected earnings. The company said it benefited from continued strength in its trash collection business and successful cost controls. That's right. You can invest in a trash company and they're the biggest in the world. Waste management. They're pretty well run. If you look at a waste management to invest in, I want you to say something like, I'm going to look at it for the long term because it's not like they're coming up with trash 2.0, even though they make a heck of a lot of money on recycling, even though very little gets recycled from your recycling bin. But don't let that get in the way of a good long-term story, right? So taking a look at waste management, um, it's something you can consider. It's not for everyone. One man's trash is another man's investment. Is that fair enough to say, or is that too, 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 am I being too cutesy? It's a stock that I've recommended before on air. It's a stock that I've thought about for a long time. It's the easy stock for everyone to understand. I'm not going to trick you with talking about, oh, this is the, the alt digital coin of, of waste management. We don't need that. 
if you go back to 1995, it was an $11 stock. Now it's $160 stock. Its PE is really high. You're not buying it for the short term. You're buying it for the long term. It yields 1.5%, which is not a bad yield. So on the years where the stock market doesn't do anything, you make 1.5%. Again, as an investor, you decide. Now, everyone knows it's a safe stock. It's not going to go out of business. We're going to make trash till the day we die. Then our kids are going to make trash till the day they die. You know what I always wanted? I wanted um, trash companies to charge by the pound because I think my neighbors throw away a little bit more trash than I do. I know you're saying, that's not cool, Rob. So Google's earnings, let's talk about this to wrap up this segment. Um, their, their earnings miss is a pretty bad sign for the U.S. economy because businesses tend to advertise a little bit less right before they're about to fire people. They're starting to see that the revenue is not coming in. So they cut down on advertising. Google parent alphabet shocked Wall Street with the surprise slowdown in the core search advertising. Now, part of it was YouTube's ad revenue slid 2%. There's no doubt about that. But Google Network's revenue has dropped about 2% as well. Whereas Google Search was up about 4%. The advertisers that are big to Google in last quarter, where they saw softness was insurance in loans and mortgages and cryptocurrencies, spending way, 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 way less. So advertising demand is a useful bellwether as companies often reduce ad spend before taking more drastic cost-cutting programs like firing people or closing locations. So you're seeing a pullback from advertisers as they're seeing weak demand for products or services. And they're seeing higher interest payments on their debt because mortgage rates, not not mortgage rates, but interest rates have moved up so much. Higher cost of doing business with employees demanding more money to work. So Alphabet's earnings don't necessarily mean digital advertising spend will dry up completely and it will tumble into a recession, but they definitely point to some tougher days ahead. Now, keep in mind, I do want to mention Amazon is facing intense competition from rivals like TikTok. In video and Amazon in search. It took a while, but Amazon figured out when people are there, they're, they're typing in Elton John costume. One minute that they can make money off that. Just like if you go to Google and type in Elton John costume and the one person who makes an Elton John costume, it happens to be out of London. Google search has its place, but Amazon search does too. Especially if you're likely to do business with Amazon. Big event coming up November 17 in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. It is an incoming retirement. It is suitable for people with $500,000 or more because it's going to be tied towards talking about how to set up an income stream off that $500,000 or more. You can find me online and sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Use code event25 to get in for free. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.